Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and on this episode, we will talk about the Monday show with Aaron McCarthy and the Thursday show, Allison's Baby Statue, Jeff's Kismet, and Swedish Fish Oreos. But first, I would like to introduce fellow best friends, uh, Ray Morgan. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. It's been a while. How you been, Don Wiener? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I totally am. Oh. <laughs> And fan favorite, <laughs> Rafael Castaneda. Hello. <laughs> oh, Rafi. Too hard on yourself. Okay, Ray, what have you been up to lately? Well, I got awesomely laid off from my job last no month. No way. What? Oh, totally. Totally, man. It came right out of the blue, too. I mean, I had a sort of an inkling, but uh, but yeah, yeah, I was like uh, pulled in and, and let go. So I've been uh, so I did the responsible thing and went on a cruise to Ensenada. <laughs> that sounds a lot like our house. My husband was laid off uh, early July, and we went on our Twin Peaks festival <laughs> extravaganza I, weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So while I'm, you know, I've I'm, I've been kicking it. Well, not really kicking it. I've been painting the house and doing like a lot of shit around the house, and then um, I've got like three interviews in process right now so i i don't plan to be unemployed very long but i'm kind of enjoying it this is the most time i've had off in over 20 years wow that's no shit and and it's like i'm i'm digging it man i sleep in stay up hell yeah my husband's been really liking it too he's going on two months now but he's found tons of work just side work which is awesome because we can you know he can still make money under the table but, and he's liking sleeping in and, you know, everybody's yeah. home. It's a summer. You know, the, the only stress point is like health insurance, but I like signed us up for Obamacare. <laughs> so oh. like, and like, okay, well, and, and it went into Medi-Cal or some shit. I don't understand. I don't plan to be on, you know, unemployed that long, but you know, just in case shit happens, uh, that was my, like my only worry. If I break my arm, what am I going to mm. do? You know? Yeah. And I think we're still covered cause he's in the union, but we're, he's going to go back. So it's not, you know, he's oh, just okay. trying to wait it out until the same company has work again. So, all right, cool. It's one of those things, but yep. still I'm like, okay well, guys, everyone needs to go back to school and work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. My girl's back to school now. Oh, um, I saw it, the picture of her. She's so beautiful. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they go back in mid August now. I'd be pissed if I was a kid, but um, I don't mind it now. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Well, Rafi, what have you been up to since the last time we talked? It seems like it's been ages. Yeah. Um, I just work and drink Hennessy. <laughs> Word. Um. So should we talk about the Monday episode? <laughs> Um, Erin McCarthy. I, I had never heard of her, but, uh, definitely the people that she surrounds herself with, I have, and a lot of times when people are podcasters or the like, you know, some comedians, I don't always know everybody's names, but she seems connected to a lot of the things that I'm interested in, but, um, she is the host of the podcast, This Feels Terrible and Human Conversation, which sounds pretty interesting, um, I hate it when I hear of a new podcast because I'm like, I need to find more time in the day because it sounds really good. And I still have so much to catch up on after this summer. But have either of you heard of her or are fans? No. 
No, and no, and it's my luck of the draw. We had Dave Coulier and Mindy Cohn. I had plenty to speak about. Those two. No, I've never, I've never heard of her. Um, and um, to be honest, this was kind of a challenging listen. Um, when she spoke about uh, how they broke up with this Dan Harmon, who I've also never heard of. Um, I, I apparently he's famous. That. But um, I, I couldn't follow. Did, did either one of you understand why they broke up? Because she just kind of rambled on about love language and she didn't get to the point. And did, did you get anything out of that part? I do remember the love language part. And she was saying that her love language is like um, spending time together. And I forget what his was. Maybe oh yeah, and she was talking about that test—the test that sh- that they took, or maybe they didn't take it. But I know that they have the different personalities, which I think they talked about it. I don't know if it was on Sorry Not Sorry, or if it was on Allison's show, where they all were talking about the test and who and what they are. I think that's what she was talking about, but I think some was lost on me as well. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, they're talking about somebody I don't really know and her divorce, and she was really talking a lot about her divorce, which was it was interesting for me to listen to, but it wasn't, you know, I didn't really learn much more about i think i learned more uh, a lot of other juicy nuggets about jeff and about allison (laughs) than anything but um (laughs) but she's another son hater so rafi you must be in love yeah i mean i i barely know who she is because of like podcasts and whatnot and i know her husband dan Harmon, was like a writer or possibly creator of community uh the tv show and also, I think he like started Feral Audio with Dustin Marshall. Um, so I know his name through that, but I've never seen any of his works. But um, anyone who dislikes the sun and likes like a bit of rain, that, that's my kind of person. Yeah, she's a, a sun hater and a coat lover, which I'm a sun lover and a coat lover, which doesn't always go well here in California. But I do have the same thing as Jeff where I'm like, at sometimes I want some rain. Like I feel like, like he said, what do you say? He feels like he's punched in the face by the sun. That is how I feel a lot of the times. Like I love it when it's sunny, but I, we need a break. Yeah, I agree too. Um, in here in SoCal, but on the other hand, I like that. I don't have to prepare to go outside. I don't have to That's think about it. Very true. And, 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 I, and I grew up having to do that, whether it was too hot or too cold or too wet or whatever, you have to prepare now I have a ton of coats and I and I like them. I like wearing them, but I, they're they're gathering dust for the most part. Oh yeah, I get one out a season now. It's like okay, I guess it's going to be cold this January. Yay! But yeah, yeah I, I'm yeah, the same but, way. Yeah. But whenever the opportunity arises, like oh, what get to wear my coat and which one shall I wear? And you know, it, but yeah, yeah. But it, on the other, like I said, it's 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 nice to just walk from inside to outside and not think about it. That is true. We take it for granted, I think. And sometimes I do think about where I'm like, okay, we might have to have like layers and having the kids do this and that. And we just can just literally roll out with flip-flops, even though I don't really like that. But, you know, we could. Well, in the East Coast and probably in Colorado, too, many houses have like a mudroom. Like it's like the first part of when you walk through the front doors where you take off your boots and all your cold weather shit and you walk around and, and they call it the mud room. Cause that's what you're tracking in. Oof. I, I would literally, oof, that would give me first, anxiety. 
the first time I've ever heard the word mudroom was like two months ago. On no way. Great podcast <laughs> called uh, the Bodega Boys. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Well, you certainly get snow. Yeah, like a room for taking shit off. That's very not our style. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yeah, yeah, wow. many houses have them. Trust me. Yeah, I've heard of that. Big I've heard of that a lot. And I don't know, maybe I'm just watching shows that have that in it. And I'm like, thank God I don't have to do that. Um <laughs> I would seriously get anxiety from it. But I I don't know. I've been watching I've been watching um The Killing uh I started it and never finished it, so I've gone back to that. And it's literally raining all the time. They're in Seattle, and I'm just like, okay. It lends itself well to the story and everything, but I think I would go insane if I had to live like that. Like, everything would be what just... When it's rainy here, I start getting anxiety. Like, okay, everyone needs to, like, shed off one layer here, and then we need to, like, put wet clothes here, and we need to, like, sop up the water here, and I'm just, ugh! It drives me nuts. I'm not crazy. Speaking mm. of crazy, something that I thought mm. was really funny that... <laughs> Okay, Ray. <laughs> that that Aaron did is she made the ice cream crown. <laughs> like she made so you take like a bucket of ice cream and cut it out and put it on your head and that's a crown and you're gonna eat it that way. I thought that was completely insane, but I also kinda wanna do that. Yeah. Um I, I want to kind of party with this girl uh, with the ice cream hat and, and the 12 Chinese wedding dresses that kept coming. That sounds like a, I love Lucy episode. Oh my they God. Totally they won't does. stop. <laughs> so totally she dressed does. up all her bridesmaids in wedding dresses and she wore a tux and all that crap. But the ice cream hat that it is rather genius as Jeff pointed out. It is. <laughs> and the fact that she did it in the shower, it's like, yep, there you go. You have everything. You know, I think that whole bachelorette party needs to be a scene in a movie or something because i'd like to see that played out just it's a really funny idea and it's not like something you've ever seen or heard of anybody that's probably never happened in life <laughs> anywhere <laughs> that so that would be funny to to watch i know it's so ridiculous that it's cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so the two little juicy nuggets that i got from this um well, this is not so juicy. It's a halfway. Jeff wants to learn Japanese. That's a little. That's a, a, just a factoid. How about that? That's not juicy. That fact. does not surprise me, though. I would have thought. That's what she said, already... too, right? She I... said, like, that doesn't surprise me that you would do, like, judging him, I guess. He, I guess he kind of does look like it. Like, he's uh, really into the Asian culture. I'm just going to let you be racist now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wasn't even racist that me saying that was being racist. I'm just gonna cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> just use that. Okay, so I do have a funny accidental. Ra- okay, last week I was accidentally racist a bunch of times during the episode. It was slightly, like not really, but I do have a little story, and it is has to do with Asian culture. So might as well just throw it in here. I was going to a memorial service or funeral, whatever, for a friend who passed away and all of us got together and there wasn't any parking in the parking lot. So we had to park in the grocery store next to it. So we were getting out. It's kind of early and it's just, you know, when your friend passes away, it's kind of, you know, (laughs) there's a lot of emotions. It's very stressful and we're all going in sober. So I look at the, you know, Oh, maybe we should hit the grocery store. And one of my friends says, Oh, do you want to get something to drink? I'm like, yeah, I could go for a little nip. Now, as I said this, as I said, I, I could go for a little nip. I literally was looking at the 
grocery store, turn my head as I'm answering him. And I'm face to face with an Asian couple in their car with their window rolled down. So I literally turned and said little nip right into their car. Like I could go for a little nip, turned and set it right at their car and kept walking. And I'm like, how do you even explain that? You know, I'm sure they didn't think twice. Right. I mean, did they like call you out on it? No, they just, my friend said the look on his face, he just looked like a scary little man. Like, why did this lady just call me a little nip? And I wasn't, I was just talking. He didn't hear the beginning. He just heard me say little nip and keep walking. So my friends are like, either they think you're a racist or you're a real alcoholic. Because it was like, you know, early in the morning. Like, oh. I'll take alcoholic, yes. (laughs) So that's my accidental racist story. One of them. All right, the other little nugget is zeroing in really on where Allison lives. Even though I know Raphael's been there, Jeff really kind of gave it away a little bit. But anyways. Well, if you've been listening long enough, you, you and you know L.A. a little bit, you kind of know the general area. Yeah. And he really zeroed it in because he said it's by the Happy Days house. And so I found that on the map. And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> I didn't do any stalking, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're gonna be camping out there with your, uh, <laughs> with your, with your ARMB, uh, YMBF t-shirt. Who's like, hey, you know, oh, you go here too, to this what? neighborhood. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Waiting for her to walk, Wendy. Oh my gosh, I even was like, oh, where's the nearest Trader Joe's? Okay, so maybe I need to go get some snacks next time. But I, you know, it's really close to that hungry cat it's close to where um megan lives so i'm like okay it's i i'm obviously i don't actually know her address i'm not actually gonna like go and that's ridiculous but it was interesting that they gave out that much information so i'm like that was pretty easy to find out (laughs) i'll tell you what was really easy to find out is when she worked with uh carola the that studio was is is this big orange and blue building in Glendale with a number nine painted on it because I saw pictures of it. So all I had to oh. do was, was, was a slight Google search. I knew exactly where it was. I go to that gas station around the corner all the time. And I'm like, uh, maybe I'll run into Allison here at this gas station. <laughs> you know, Wait, that's and really and dangerous I'll, for his show. You know? pump, I'll pump her gas for her. Uh, oh my gosh. Do, do you know, know that? that do you know what that paint scheme is? Yeah, it's it's the the Ford GT40, I believe. Yeah, the Golf Racing colors. Right, right, right. So it, yeah. Um, when she used to work there, I thought like it would be super easy to find that place, and I know Megan went there. Oh like, yeah. Just, and I don't think, and I know they say people drop by the shop every now and then, but I was like, good thing I don't live there because I definitely would have went. Peter, like, I'm gonna get a dog just for this occasion. <laughs> Just walking my dog. No biggie. Either of you have anything from this episode more? Well, I just thought it was interesting. She like she up and goes to Ireland to volunteer on a farm and puts on a play. She's like the worst farmhand ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she works for Wolf. Is that what it was? World something yeah. organic food organization, yeah, so, I guess would be the right. word. Right, it's like a like a movie from the 1930s. Let's put on a play and earn some money for the folks. And... That's so true. That's <laughs> that is exactly what happened in this city in the beginning of this city. Like the, I don't know, some settlers, you know, got together and did some play to raise money for something. 
I don't know. Um, probably for their orange groves. <laughs> I think one of one of the times it was for the church that we go to. So they all mortgaged their. Oh no, they, that was mortgaging their houses. Never mind. Yeah, but the beginning of the city, there was some something maybe to make it uh, an actual city. I think that's what it was. But yeah, for their orange groves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which okay. don't exist anymore. I really liked her episode. I don't remember much from it because I didn't take notes, but I remember listening to it and really enjoying it. I liked her as a guest. I thought she and Allison and Jeff were all good together and about her trip to the wolf farm or whatever. Um, I was thinking that sounds like really interesting. And I think that's like a really cool thing that she did. Um, and I was like, Hey, I should do that. And then I was like, like, would I be a good farmer? And then right then she mentioned that she put on a play. And I was like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was thinking, I was well, if she could do it. And then she goes, oh, we put on a play. And I was like, oh. <laughs> You know, I was thinking the same thing. I thought it sounded like a really cool thing. I know we have stuff like that around here. And I need to be more involved in stuff like that because it's so easily available, that kind of thing. So I talked a little bit last week about being a jerk magnet. And then on this week's Thursday episode, they talked a little about, about uh, just about, you know, mean people in, in general. So... I, this is a personal thing. This is not Allison related, but I had some really horrible person on Craigslist that I sold to. And I'm, I have this conversation between him and I that I'm going to transcribe and do a Kristen and Rob-esque reenactment in the coming episodes. So listen (laughs) for that. It's very funny. This guy, I want to just give out his phone number and just be like, please, everybody, I, or I want to I want to be told, like, okay, you were wrong here or whatever. Like, I want to hear it from, you know what I mean? Like, I want to hear it played out, and you guys tell me. I want to hear So stay tuned for that. It's really okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good. So now we'll talk about Thursday's show. Uh, we were her little snickerdoodles, which, thanks to Megan and probably other people, we know it's a repeat. But Snickerdoos are delicious, so I'll take it. Uh, not with whiskey, or maybe with. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, off mic, we talked about uh, the time me and my wife uh, had, drank our, our, our scotch wedding present with a bunch of like homemade Snickerdoodle cookies, which, um, which tasted rather good together. <laughs> the next morning, it's all I could taste. It was horrible. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds kind of awesome, but then the next morning, not so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, they started out talking about <laughs> they were talking about boobs to begin with. So they were talking about the names of you know bigger boobs and littler boobs or flat boobs. They're trying to come up with something flat. And of course, it's funny when Greg all of a sudden decides to shut up. It, it's weird, not weird. It's just funny when he chooses to because it's not often. <laughs> <laughs> but. So coming up with like nicknames and it was funny when they were talking about Madeline Albright's and they said, well, I can't picture what it's like. And Al said, oh, they're solid C's. <laughs> I wrote that down because I was like, wow, I didn't think he would say that. Solid C's. Oh, my gosh. Al, really? I love it. <laughs> um, do you guys have any nicknames for and they were talking about, you know, I think they were calling them food names, right? Um, well, Allison was referring to hers as Bert and Ernie. Right. <laughs> like, and that's like, ew, that, that just makes me think of nipple hair. Because <laughs> I get that little tuft of black hair on top of each other. Um, uh, but I, I couldn't come up with any good flat breast boob names myself. You know, pan and cake. I, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Like, well, we, my husband always calls them nibbies because um, 
uh, Rachel Ray, <laughs> whenever she's cooking, I somehow she has like, I don't know, we call them like little niblets and then we just call them nibbies. But um, they were talking about food, so I thought raisinets would be good. But uh, my mine are Nick and John Torturo, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been called that in, in a long time, though. Random pull, and, and, and surprisingly, that that you you name them after guys. I know, like I, I don't think it was my choice, but all right. <laughs> but it was some. It was friends. It was. I don't know how. I don't really. You add alcohol to any conversation, and that's what you get. You get things like that. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> you get snickerdoodles, whiskey, and John and Nick Turturro or now your wife's breast. That's what happens. <laughs> so she had the, the the new crazy prego dream, which I thought was really funny. It's always about Daniel cheating, but it's not like it's physical. It's more emotional or more... Like someone is doing more for him. And I wonder if she's just really feeling like she's not doing enough and it's like seeping into her that or it's just that when you're pregnant, you have crazy dreams and it's all this new stuff that you have no idea. You cannot prepare for what it is at all as much as you can. Do you have any like uh, evil dreams about your husband? I don't anymore, I guess. I think I used to have bad dreams all the time. Uh, oh, 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 I do all the time and so do my do wife. Do you? The the dream versions of us are just awful. <laughs> are you really pissed off for like the next few hours after you wake up? Uh, a, a little bit, a little bit. You know, um, uh, and it's always kind of the same. Where where uh, she's um, having sex with some guy, and I and I and I walk in. I'm like, hey, what the fuck? And she's like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot I was married. <laughs> It's always something like that where she f- kind of just forgot we were together, and I'm like, "We, yeah, what the hell?" <laughs> but and 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 me, the dream version of me does all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I cheat on her, I beat her, I yell at her, Jeez. I do all kinds of shit. And, but yeah, and she's like, and I can tell because you know in the morning we'll wake up and she's like, "You," I'm like, "Oh, what did Dream Ray do now?" <laughs> Yeah, my husband has those about me every once in a while. Um, I If I ever have dreams about him that are bad, it's usually like he's ignoring me. Like you're trying to get someone's attention and they're just kind of like, or you're talking and they're just kind of like totally tuned out. It's more like that where it's just like frustrating. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure a shrink could come up with a reason why. Oh, I'm sure. But, but you know, in real life, we've barely had crosswords with each other. And it's a really? 20- yeah, and it's like you know over twenty years now, so it's like yeah, wow. it, it's working, you know. Yeah. But so it's it's like we're almost like inventing shit to be mad at each other about in our. <laughs> yeah, your your brains are like, come on, people, <laughs> gotta I mean, have yeah, something. But really, neither one of us are really. You know, I've been in relationships before where where fighting was the thing, and I hated it, and I oh. hated it, and, and and so was she. And, and, you know, we have a real good common ground in that. We, we can talk like grownups and, you know, work it out. We don't have to yell. We don't have to scream or any of that shit. I hate that. Rafi, do you have dreams about people that you hate? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't dream much. I was texting with Megan and she texted me a bad, horrible dream that she had. And I told her that means it won't happen because dreams don't come true. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
if uh, if you guys heard the Sorry Not Sorry episode where um, Alan was sleep talking, um, I I thought that was interesting, but that's not Thursday show related. I I still need to catch up. So if that's a newer one, I have not. They've talked about it a little bit. I don't know if they've talked more about it or if there's a recording of it. That would be awesome. Um, whenever someone sleep talks, though, I always am like, so then what happened? <laughs> What's going on now? <laughs> I do that, too. <laughs> and my wife sleep eats, too, sometimes. Really? Yeah, she's like, she's like, she's like, kind of like chewing. Um, 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 oh <laughs> yes! And I'll like, mmm, this is good, isn't it? <laughs> and she'll chew like more. <laughs> yeah, why can't we have those dreams? Just dream about eating all the stuff you can't eat. That's the best kind of dream. I never have that. I just have dreams that I'm lost or I'm trying to get somewhere. Somewhere, and it's like, oh, cool, cool. Can't even be at peace when I'm sleeping. Um, so something more positive. She talked a little bit about the Patreon, which we've talked about on here and all three of us are supporters and I couldn't, uh, express this enough that people need to be on this because now I think it's $10 and above Rafi for the, that's what she said. Yeah. For the Facebook thing. Yeah. So $10 and above you are going to be Facebook friends with Allison Rosen. So I, Literally went on the page and looked at it. I'm like, I can't look at this. This is too unreal. Like, I'm friends with Allison Rosen on Facebook. With, like, her pictures are there. And her, you know, it's like her, you know, she doesn't use it as much, she said. But it's still her personal Facebook page, which it's pretty trusting to do that. And it's super awesome and surreal. And I love it. Yeah, I just uh, went on Patreon this week. It's Patreon, right? Patreon? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I drug I drug my feet for a while just because I was like, jeez, oh, I just lost my job. It feels irresponsible. Oh. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's like, oh, jeez, two bucks, I can do that. And then I went on there, nah, ten bucks, fuck it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I keep going on and seeing how many you know how many people are doing two and how many people are doing five, which is there's a lot of people and there are not a lot of people on the message boards talking and commenting as many as she. I mean, she has over like what 170, 80. I don't know. I, 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 think, I think it was like 130 last time I looked, but she's so up. Crazy. She's up about 1,100 bucks right now, which is pretty cool. It's super cool. I'm super proud of her, and I'm super excited about all the stuff that is coming our way because she's really making it worth it. It's so much fun when we see the little P come up, like, oh, we have a little message from Allison, you know, and it's a little video or a little <clears throat> message or whatever it is, but just feels like we're even more a part of the show and the Facebook thing is so she can do the Facebook live, uh, and do Q and a, uh, right. Like a Q and a thing. Yeah. That's going to be killer. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if, if, if it's live, I've never done this Facebook live thing before. Me either. Um, but I've, I've, I posted a few questions and other people did too. And I guess she's going to just kind of like read that. Right. Or maybe not. I don't know. Yes. Uh, the questions so if you're a $5 and up supporter, uh, she's going to do an extra podcast each month. And that's what the questions were for. The live Facebook thing, which, by the way, I fucking hate Facebook. And I'm Me upset too. that I have to be on there just for this. But it's <laughs> I know. And I and every friend requests you. I'm like, ooh, Rafi has to be on here. <laughs> I know how much you hate it. I do, too. I don't hate it as much as you, but I, I don't like it either. I, I don't hate Facebook, but I honestly just play the games more than actually talk to people and i I usually mute all everyone who has like political opinions because i don't care right so uh anyway the the ten dollar and up people um the facebook thing is a live stream kind of like how uh her show used to be 
Um, so I think she's gonna get like guests eventually, and uh, but it's just kind of like a live chat room. So if cool. you guys remember those, yeah. And oh, that's gonna be so cool. It's gonna be so much fun, and it's like I I don't know how you can listen to her show and not be a part of it because it's like another layer of of greatness. It's it's just really cool, and it's something we all talked about. Well, you know, we need to pay. We would pay for her show. You know. We wouldn't pay a ton of money, but we would pay because, it's, you know, she's giving it up for free. And so now this is a way to actually pay for it. But she's giving so much back with this with the Patreon. It's awesome. So they talked about she had a serious question <laughs> about because Garfield likes lasagna. She had a serious question if if cats like lasagna <laughs> or would eat it. She's just not a cat person if she has to ask that question. Right. Or. Yeah. <laughs> I guess her and Daniel had this discussion. <laughs> and that's like so funny that number one, were they watching Garfield or was it a commercial or something? But it sparked that conversation that ended up on the show, which is just so funny. It it sparked a really funny conversation between all of them, but I just thought it was funny that that's what they talk about. <laughs> Do cats really like lasagna or is that the joke of it? <laughs> yeah. So I, as a kid, I was a huge fan of Garfield mm-hmm. and, uh, I had like a little Odie stuffed dog, but um, I thought this was funny because I didn't know why the fuck they were talking about this. And then I forgot that she made a lasagna and I'm assuming that's where it kind of stemmed from. That makes more sense. <laughs> they were just sitting around having a lasagna. And they're like, hmm, you think cats really like it? Because Garfield does. You remember on the Corolla show that she had revealed this dream where she got raped in lasagna? Ooh. My gosh, I forgot about that. I, I, I had a deleted tweet about that. <laughs> once she once she posted a picture of lasagna, I I, I think I, I alluded to that dream and I like deleted it going, eh, that's not that funny. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Was that part of the cartoon that Jason Dix made or am I just imagining that? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. That's my own imagination, maybe. But Rick, Rich Banks made a song. Yes. Maybe that's what I'm confusing it with. Yeah, the to the tune of Dean Martin's That's Amore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, Jason Dix did the one with uh, Dr. Drew. The right. Dr. Drew <laughs> conversation. That was great. But, yeah, the lasagna rape song. It's always good. Oh, yeah. Good times. <laughs> And she was, you know, talking about, you know, dogs bringing, you know, gifts, like cats bring gifts, usually, like they'll kill something and they bring it and show yeah, you. That's like the saying. I, I grew up with a Labrador and I lived next to a lake and I would, you know, invariably there'd be dead turtles, dead uh, river rats, um, all kinds of sh- dead shit because my dog was bringing us gifts. He was a good dog. <laughs> Oh my gosh. When we lived in Texas, we had this little, I don't know, poodle mix. It was a black poodle something, little tiny thing. And it left. We lived in Texas and we were just kind of new to the neighborhood. So a lot of the houses were empty and it was just, there were a lot of woods, a lot of trees everywhere. So it was just gone for a while and it came back with um, a horse's head. (laughs) Oh God. It dragged a horse's head back to our house. I'm like, yeah. I think cats and dogs. Cats bring like lizards and crap when come in the house. I'm like, really? There's a lizard in the house now. Like, cool. <laughs> a live uh, one. <laughs> yeah, my, my cat was big into dead birds, but he didn't bring it in the house. You put it, leave it on the like the front doorstep. Yeah, that's 
That's too- it's still gross. It is. And I can always tell because my cat makes this noise like she's so proud of something. I'm like, okay, there's something dead or about to be dead in my vicinity. Yeah, I mean, the cat we have now doesn't even go outside. So she's a fat, lazy bitch. <laughs> we, sounds, we love her anyway. Sounds like a cat. Uh, and yeah. by the way, my dog is just like Odie. Big, dumb shit. Oh, my gosh. We call uh, her Odie all the time. <laughs> Odie was cute, though. Yeah. And actually, my dog's really cute, too. Her name's Lulu. And she's very cute. I'm like, Lulu, you're lucky you're so cute because she's so fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, and my uglier dog is smarter. So between the two of them, there's something there. Okay. I don't know. I'm starting to like him a little bit more. So. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're warming up to your pets. I mean, yeah, why, I... why have them? <laughs> well, you get them for the kids. And then I'm like, ugh. The hair and the poop and the ugh. And the neediness, uh, ass. My, my daughter wants a corgi. Oh my gosh! So bad. I've, I've heard it for the last decade, and I'm like, yeah, no, they, no. When, when we're working in your school, the, the you know, it'll be alone. Yeah, that nasty little thing's gonna be crawling all around your house. Ugh. My my daughter wants a teacup pig. I'm like, no. Who's gonna take care of that thing? Any they, pig. Yeah, they they grow to about a hundred pounds to right. stay teacups. Yeah, but I've I've had to hear this, and now her life goal is to go to school and go to college and get a good job, so she can buy a corgi. Oh, we all have goals, dear. Go yep. for it. <laughs> hey, at least if she's handling it, then she'll see. Oh, maybe this wasn't a great idea, or maybe it'll be just right for her. Well, hey, if that's her motivation, then hey, I'm never buying her a goddamn dog. <laughs> or college. <laughs> or anything ever again. You're like, college? Really? Oh, toilet paper? Guess what? Go to college. Yeah. Yes, yes. Save up, dear. Rafi, how do you feel about lasagna, pets, and horses' heads? Um, lasagna is delicious. Uh, she said she's going to try it again with some spicy sausage, which will make it better. And by the way, breakfast sausage, that sounds like you ruined lasagna. And cottage cheese. Uh, yeah, people. I'm not down with that. Stop. Man. And, and, and cottage cheese. Stop. Come on. Come I can't. On. It's no, not no. just your Italian sausage yeah. and ricotta. Yes. Extra on. ricotta. Um, you know what's funny is I was I was reading one of her old articles today just by chance, and she was talking about the recipe for butterbeer. It's some shit from Harry Potter, I guess, and it was like literally everything she substituted, and it was just like a joke about how everything is is wrong. So instead of like heavy cream, she's like, oh, like uh, a couple of coffee creamers that I stole from this this restaurant. <laughs> And, you know, stuff like that. So I think that's just her style. Yeah, it sounds like it. That That's super funny. Like, oh, I'll just replace every single good ingredient with something that's fake. And we'll have this knockoff whatever where I might as well just not even be eating it. Um, the other thing I asked you about was pets and horse heads, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, pets. Um, I wish I want a dog so bad. And corgis are super cute. But um, I don't think I would get a corgi. I want, like... Uh, like a fucking Labradoodle, just like one of those like cute white people dogs, you know. I want one of those. <laughs> and as far as do you horse- want two? One's cute, one's not. <laughs> My mom calls them Labradoodles. I'm like, have you seen a Labradoodle? These things are like 14 pounds. Labradoodles are like huge. I, I don't want your dog. Well, I haven't seen your dogs. I don't think, but maybe you could ship Pepsi over here. Okay. Um, and as far as horses' heads. Um, I like them in the beds of movie producers. (laughs) 
Not too subtle. Uh, so Jenna talked about working on new material for her big show that's coming up that I get to go see. Woohoo! I'm so excited. Uh, that, that, that's awesome. I, I know very little about this. Where is it? It's That's a good question. In L.A. <laughs> I'm just going to drive that, out there like some hayseed and that, I'll find it. That narrows it, it down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, her tickets went on sale. I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to buy one. Okay, I bought one. Okay, now you need to get a sitter. Now you get this. I'm like, I know I'm going to L.A. and Megan's going to be there. And that, and I get to meet Jenna. That's all. I'm like, that's it. And it was ten dollars. It was awesome. But you don't know where it is. No. Yeah. yeah, you know, when I worked in Orange County, it, all the people that were there talked about going to L.A. like it was a Lewis and Clark expedition. I went to L.A. this weekend. <laughs> I, I know. braved the elements and drove 25 minutes. <laughs> okay, I do that every morning. Dude. <laughs> it is sort of like when people say going to Orange County because it's like that could mean so many things. Like, when The Real Housewives of Orange County came up, I was just like, okay, so this is going to be somewhere I've heard of. No, it's some South County? That doesn't even exist. I don't even know what that city is. Never even heard of it. Like, uh, it's just such a huge amount of area that... Uh, okay, I, the, the, here's a question I've never gotten a satisfactory answer for. Okay, when you grow up in Anaheim or Orange or Costa Mesa or whatever, you never... People never say that. They say, I grew up in Orange County. Now, it might be the only place in the country that just claims the whole county. I think it started, unfortunately, with the OC because now people knew. No, no. It was before then. I but, don't know. But, I always but said. no one ever called it the OC. No, nobody that lived here. No. But I think it was a way of pe- for people to relate it to someone else. Oh, Orange County. You know, the famous one from that show that I'm not going to say the name of. Um, yeah, it probably was earlier than that. I don't know why that is. I always said, well, I don't know. Cause I lived in Texas for part of my childhood, but coming back here is always Southern California or depending on where I was, I wouldn't say Southern California. I just say California, <laughs> but because it has such a negative, you know, connotation to it. But yeah, I don't know why that is. And I don't know why people say, Oh, you're from Orange County. I'm like, well, I'm from orange, but, I don't, I don't, the county's huge. Right, right. And, and even Allison says she grew up in Orange County. It's like, well, you know, it's, and she claims it's homogenous. I, I, I disagree. It I so mean, is it, not anymore. But you I mean, know what? I mean, Santa Ana isn't the same as Ew. Rancho Santa Margarita. Or, not at all. Or even Mission in- Viejo or Irvine or, you know, totally. all these towns. That are there are really nice ones. There are really shitty ones. Yep. And Costa Mesa, where she lived, and Orange are very similar. Where there's like pockets of good and then pockets of really bad, and it's just a mix of everybody. Mm-hmm. But I, growing up, I had the same, you know, growing up kind of experience as she did, where I went to kind of a rich school in Tustin. That's in Orange County. <laughs> just kidding. And I'm just gonna yeah. say Tustin instead of Orange County. Um, and it was the rich school where the kids were getting all like, you know, the fancy cars at 16 and everything and everyone's blonde and skinny and athletic, like the same exact experience that she went through. But that was then this is now so different now that okay. I don't know. I, I feel like it's totally different. I mean, it's changed a lot. I'm sure those places still exist, obviously, but um, maybe my life being here where I'm at, it seems just a little bit different, a little less perfect, I guess. <laughs> 
Well, I yeah, I don't know. I I read, I I haven't spent much time in Orange except when we met for lunch, and it seems like a nice place except the parking sucks. Ugh, the worst. And you come from L.A., you know, L.A. <laughs> I, yeah, there's nothing comparable around here of, as far as parking. I mean, you can find it, and there's parking lots. There, there's no parking lots. That's you true. just got to fend for yourself. It's and, very true. And it's if so you're in the wrong true. place, you're getting towed away because yep. you don't have the right sticker on your window or something. Very true. It, it's pretty much sucked. And I realized that um, probably a half hour too late. <laughs> When I invited you guys down, I'm like, oh, right. This is like when everybody comes and the parking sucks. And yeah. But it, that's a cool neighborhood, though. Um, I, I liked it. I liked that. You know, was it Chapman? Yeah. And if you want to see more of it, you can watch Clockstoppers or That Thing You Do or a lot of other movies that have been filmed here. Oh, Big Mama's House. Her house is right down the street from my kids. Yeah, we just watched that thing you do, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I walked down that street. I walked down that street. <laughs> the oh, the hey, restaurant did you know those... in is the restaurant we were in. They just remodeled it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the restaurant they all hung out at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was telling my wife all this shit. Like, hey, all these parking meters, they're fake. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You're like, I couldn't find one of those goddamn things to save my life. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's, that's very interesting. Great. Right. Yeah, so I'm excited to go see Jenna. Super, super excited next Friday. And I love that she's got all new material that she's working on. She sounds all, you know, not nervous about it, but she's working hard on it. It's a stress. You've got a new kid and you're writing. It just, I I don't know how she does it with everything, but um, I love that Al is, he's her bigger, he's her biggest supporter. And he is somebody I could see how it would get annoying if that's not your system, the way he handles things. But man, I want to hire him to just, can you just come plan my life for me, please? (laughs) Everything. Uh, Yeah. I'm sure it helps keep her on track. You know, uh, you know, she's got her hands full with the baby and everything. And, you know, Al is the the organization man. (laughs) He's so organization Al. Ah. It wouldn't be a show without a nickname for Al. <laughs> <laughs> Organization Al. I love that. Yeah, he is. And they talked about, you know, taking, you know, criticism from people or whatever. But um, they seem to have a very good relationship and a very, very good communication together. I, and I don't know if that's just showing up on the show, on both shows. or if that, I mean, I, I just don't feel like they're faking it. They just seem like real people. Well, yeah, and if you, you know, the, as a side note to sorry, not sorry, and I say this with an unblemished record of heterosexuality, um, they're just so cute together. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> they are. They're like the cool, they're like great together. Now they've created this daughter and they're going to have this amazing family. They're just going to be one of those families that they grow stronger by having a kid. Why sometimes like it goes the other way. Sometimes it's just the same. They just seem like. They're, I don't know. The strength of their relationship is just kind of amazing. Oh, come on, guys. That was a Seinfeld reference. That went right <laughs> over your head. I've never seen that program. <laughs> and yes, not. I actually did get your reference, but mm-hmm. I was on mute because I'm looking up the theater. Uh, so you, <laughs> so the theater is called the Complex Hollywood Flight Theater on Santa Monica Boulevard in Hollywood, California. And I'm looking at it, and I there must be two separate rooms because one has 25 seats and the other one has 54 seats. So that's fucking tiny. 
Wow. That's awesome. That's gonna so be cool. we're definitely going to hear you and Megan laughing, Lisa. <laughs> it's going like to be great. Giant fucking cackle. <laughs> Jenna's Go like, um, let's stop the show for a second. Could you please be quiet? Uh, you in the front row. I don't know how they're going to seat us, but all I know is I have ticket number one, and I know I'm going to keep on saying that. I've never been to Allison's house, so that's all I have right now. The thing about um, Al doing, uh, like, helping Jenna, it reminded me uh, very much of, um, fuck is his name, Jim Gaffigan and his wife. Really? Yeah. You you know that she, like, writes kind of half of his material, I guess, or I guess maybe I didn't know that. helps him out with it, kind of like uh, Al's doing with Jenna. Really? And, like, if you listen to Sorry Not Sorry, Al is does not give his laughs away. He makes her work for it because she'll say jokes and it's, like, me on here laughing at my own jokes because <laughs> she'll start laughing and he's just, like, oh. <laughs> it takes a lot for him to crack. But Al is genuinely funny. He is. His timing is funny. Even, I don't know if you saw, like, the mic check, his little... He's very witty. He's quick. and But he's also really dry, which yes. I like. Yes. Right. Maybe he needs a stand-up show. Hmm. <laughs> well, he did open for her that one time. He did? Yeah. He Well, he just kind of did an intro, but he, he said that he has like a couple of jokes that he always says. Oh, my gosh. That needs to happen. Oh, maybe you'll, you'll see that. I'm guessing we probably won't be able to video <laughs> anything, but... I, I'm not going to be able to blink. I'm so excited. Um, I uh, One tiny little tidbit from, from this is uh, Greg's band. I know he didn't want to share the name of it, and I'm not going to, but it was very easy to find it out, what it was or what it is. But um, I thought it was really fun. It's funny how... Once again, he's like, I'm just going to say everything. Or when he comes to his wife, he's like, I don't want to say this, but I'm just going to go ahead. Oh, I shouldn't be saying this. And then he like basically barfs it out. And then it's like, when it's with this band, he's like, no, I don't want it to become a thing. And Allison almost didn't want to let it go, but she did because she's Allison. But I could see somebody making a Twitter name with it and do, it would become a thing. So I totally understand his... It, it, it's it's already started. Um, the 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 Twitter account, um, Wendy Rosenquantz. Yes. Uh, yeah, I already tweeted like a review of the band. Really? Yeah, I I, I just saw that before we came on. Oh my so gosh! Like, All right, if you if you really want to find out, it wouldn't take too much. No. Did she say? <laughs> did did the dog say who it was? The band. Yeah. The band's yeah. name. Well, really? no. The, 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 no. The the, the dog provided a link. He's like, my boyfriend sings songs for me, and the, posted Aww. a picture. Posted a picture of everyone else faded out except uh, Greg and 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 Wendy hugging. You know, and that and and the picture she posts for the pot. Aww. <laughs> like, yeah, my boyfriend. Oh boy. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So I did not listen to the song, but um, I did figure out what his band's name was, and I'm like, okay, that he shouldn't have given out any clues at all because it was way too easy to find out. And then, of course, I was very excited for Raphael because I'm sure this has something to do with you. But they were very jingle heavy. They did TV time. I don't know if it was me related, but <laughs> well, she did say shout out to, and I was like. Is that to me? But then she's like, no, shout out to these TV shows or whatever she said. But 
Um, I'm glad that they played TV time because I've been demanding it every time that they play that uh, or they talk about Housewives or that other show. <laughs> You're like, How if I have, I have to listen to them stuff? talk about these shows, can I please have TV time? Yeah, and they played also Hooray for You, which is a song that doesn't get played often that Greg didn't even know what it was. That's right. Yeah, It's been a while. It's they, been a while. Totally. I was like, okay, Rafi's going to be happy about this because they finally played some. And it has to be because you've mentioned it so many times, especially TV time. So I think you had something to do with that. I just want to say I fucking love a man who writes in a journal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jeff's journal did not disappoint. And uh, I know, Ray, you have some journals. I don't know if you're going to bring them up or read any tonight, but I would like to talk about Jeff's for a moment and then we can talk about Mr. Ray's. Uh, You must. (laughs) His journal from 1989. And the title, uh, he had a title for his journal. I don't think it was for the entries, for the journal, if, if I'm guessing, if I'm hearing that correctly. That's right. Okay, so his name of his journal, that... that that album, I guess. The Salad Days in the Land of Milk and Honey. And he was very proud of himself for that. The Land of Milk and Honey is a pretty stretch for West Philadelphia. <laughs> sure is. Yeah, I loved his journal. It was one of those where I was like, I need to rewind and listen to this again because it's really funny. It has nothing to do with having a crush on him. He's hilarious. And it painted an exact picture of kind of who I thought he would be back in 1989. I was just starting to get into sort of that kind of the things that he was into, but not quite yet. I was still, I wasn't even in high school yet. So still kind of getting there. I know Rafi, you were a blip, right? How old were you? You were the same age as uh, Jenna and Al, right? Like three or something. (laughs) No, I was, I would have been one at the time. Oh, okay. (laughs) God. I know. If not just months old. Oof. Yeah, I was in eighth grade. He talked about watching... What movie was was he talking about watching? Do you remember what it was called? I don't know why I didn't write it down. Wasn't it the Ramones movie? Rock and Roll High School? Yes, Rock and Roll High School. And he said his quote, my favorite thing that he wrote in there was, Halter Tops, 70s Babes, and the Ramones. Is there anything else? (laughs) No. No, there isn't. There isn't anything else. (laughs) You can just stop right there. Um, and he didn't trust, I think it was his dentist because he had wood paneling where to me, I'm like the more wood paneling, the better. Like I, but I don't know. I'm, I'm weird. But so what did you guys like about his journal? Well, well, have you guys ever had your wisdom teeth out? No, I, I have, I have a standing appointment to do that at some point soon here. Oh yeah. I, mine came in all at once sideways when i was like 17 i had to go i had to be put under and it was like a pretty big deal I mean, it was surgery and i was i was so swollen it looked like i had the mumps it was horrible yeah i have mine are all coming in sideways so is that impacted is that what they're called i don't know but i couldn't stand the pain it was growing like against my jaw and Ugh. it was horrible yeah, mine's pushing my teeth, but I guess I don't have any pain from it. So they just said, well, you should probably get this one out. Originally, they said take all four, and they said, let's just do one, because that's the one going to be causing a problem. But any chance I can to get knocked out, I'll take it, but I doubt that they're going to do that for me. I guess you have to ask, do you have to ask for that to get knocked out? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't have a choice. Uh, they're, they're like, no, 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 you're, you're not staying awake for this. I can't even imagine like what Allison was saying, how they, cause it, I mean, 
looking at how my tooth is, it's pushing against my uh, the back of my other tooth. So that's a major like head jerking type well, of. Yeah. Well, first they have to cut into your gum if it's not like exposed, which they usually aren't. They 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 make a cut so they can like get the wrench in there, Ugh. the vice grips and and and. and, and Yank it out, just like they said. That that's what that's what they do. I don't think they put their foot on your jaw. But... <laughs> I believe they probably do. Why can't we just have jaws on hinges? Come on, Rafi. What did you like about his journal? Um, everything. <laughs> um, I like that the way he wrote it was different, obviously, from Greg and Allison. It 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 felt like a book. Like it was yes. kind of like a narrative. Everything that he wrote was so funny to me. And I think this whole episode was great, but I think this was my favorite segment. And just everything he said from the names of his friend, his friends, and just everything was perfectly Jeff. Totally. I think we need to have a little show or some movie, and it doesn't have to be about his life, but just that like coming of age in the 70s in Philadelphia, that kind of like story... I think it would be very interesting to watch. I know I'd watch that because that's right up my alley. But it just sounds like a really interesting life that he had in the beginning and now. But do you guys like Guar? I don't. I think I've seen them once. I I'm pretty sure I wanted to like them at a certain point, but I never really did. Yeah, I've I've heard a couple of their songs. It doesn't really do it for me. But um, you know. They came along later. If I was a teenager, I'd probably be into them. <laughs> yeah, them and and I didn't realize they were around in the seventies. I was because I well, saw them I don't, later. No, they weren't in the seventies. It was like the late eighties. That's what but, I thought. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His journal is eighty nine. That's right. I'm yeah. mixing up. I'm mixing up rock and roll high school seventies. Yeah. Coming of age story in eighty nine is what I should have said, not seventies. Hey, I'll take both. Why not? Um. Yeah, Guar I saw in the 90s, I think, with the mentors at some point. I don't know. Don't they pee on each other and there's stuff? I don't know. I don't know. There's fluids involved, yes. I know with the mentors, there's definitely girls peeing on each other, but I don't know about the Guar issue. It's a lot of costumes, right? I don't know. Very theater. Are you into it, Rafi? I've never heard their music, but I've seen the, I don't know if the correct term is lead singer um, <laughs> on Red Eye. <laughs> um, and... It's like a big monster costume guy, right? Yeah, it's like Fraggle Rock on steroids. <laughs> yeah, I, I might have to check out some of their videos because maybe I'd be into it. Are they angry and uh, yeah. aggressive? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I might yes. be into it. But I don't know if you can understand any of the words. But hey, that's that might that's be. That's how I like it. As long as I can understand die, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> Did you ever listen to the mentors? They're. I've never even heard of them, no. Um, one of their songs is Donkey Dick, pretty, pretty sure. I only know that, and I wonder if Allison ever met him, but at that house that Allison and I were in together at the same, t- not at the same time, but maybe, I don't know. Um, the singer lived, uh, I don't know, behind us. So he, he just moved in kind of and would always just stop by, and he was such a weirdo. Um, oh, I can't, oh, El Duce is his name, and... At a certain point, he was stopped by so much that we would just pretend not to be home. But he was just, in a, he was so nice. But when you see his videos and his everything, it's very much like Guar. It's like, it's not, well, it's not like Guar. It's actual music. 
Uh, well, ish. One of those things, too. But you can hear the words. He looks kind of like a... He would be in the Ku Klux Klan or something, but very angry and very whatever. But then he would like dumpster dive and bring us presents. And like, I wonder if Allison was around when he would come over and visit. I should ask her that. But he uh, committed suicide on a train track. So sayonara. Dang. Um, yeah, I want to see this whole journal. I cannot wait for Jeff's. I cannot wait for Greg's next, next entry. Just they're both great. Oh, yeah. Especially Greg's. Uh, I haven't... Uh... They're all great. The the youthful uh, attempt at literacy is is pretty funny. Yes, and it's like he's trying to impress himself or something. <laughs> <laughs> Where like Rafi, you're saying like Jeff's is so different from everybody's. Everybody's is different. It really is their own voices. But and Jeff's, it does feel like he's reading a story, and I felt like okay, I want to hear what happens next. It's not like okay, that ended. I was just like, okay, this is a great story. I want to hear more. Yeah, and it was like, I think he read like a few different pages. Like, I don't think there was much for each day or whatever. But I like how it was kind of like there were chapters. Like one was just like, mom's dating a Quaker. Like that could be a good <laughs> title for a Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his, his, his pining over these different girls that never like, you know, noticed him liking him or not that seems to be a lot of his stories you know oh this girl you know never knew i liked her or whatever and i feel like he's one of those guys that maybe gets caught in the friend zone with people with girls maybe he has a lot of girl friends i i don't know i just i loved every bit of it and i can't wait for more and i hope it's just going to be a continuous thing because i imagine there's tons of journals to be heard well al and daniel doesn't don't have one yeah they better come up with something <laughs> something embarrassing from their past. Huh. <laughs> um, so speaking of journals, did you want to share anything, Ray, or you just want to talk about the fact that you have journals or anything about? Well, topic? apparently I'm a hoe for having one. <laughs> <laughs> who said a hoe? First of all, who said hoe? Second of all, who said you were a hoe? <laughs> well, anyway, um, yeah, um, I did keep a journal in high school and a couple years afterwards, and I don't know why. Uh, well, I do know why now. I mean, at, at the yeah, time, for I, the show. <laughs> I, I, I uncovered these about a month ago, and I'm like, oh, geez. Uh, and then I read them, I mean, like last week, and I'm like, oh, my God. The first journal I had, I, it was like just starting a senior year in high school, and I'm like, why did I even write this shit? And then I see there's teacher marks grading it. What? And I'm like, oh, this is why. I, I, I It was an assignment for school that I just kind of kept up afterward. <laughs> but it's so weird. I'm talking about, you know, skipping school and drugs and sex and everything else. And then she's like, very good, Ray. Hey, <laughs> like, oh, God damn. Wow. That's pretty crazy. I know. But, I, I feel like I did call you out on the last episode. <laughs> but. Uh, but uh, so anyway, <laughs> it, 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 it started out, you know, um, so I'm 17 when it starts and the journal ends when I'm like 19 and it's, it's really kind of interesting to me how I like progress. Cause I, I'm not going to read anything from it right now anyway, because, okay. um, well, for there's a couple reasons, not that I'm not a trooper. It's just that, um, 
I was just really a bad writer when I was 17. I'm like, oh my God, complete a paragraph, finish the thought, you know. And a lot of it's written in local slang, um, not even Boston slang. It's slang from Natick, Mass., which, you know, outside of a like three mile radius of my neighborhood, no one would even understand. So I'd have to like explain terms and shit. Maybe if I come across something good enough, I'll, I'll read it on here at some later date. So like I said, I matured a lot. I like, I started out with this, I was dating this girl who was 15 and she broke up with me like six weeks into it. And, and it, it seemed like a lot longer, but and maybe it was in teenage years, but I, I remember being, I was crushed for a lot longer than six weeks over it. And it was very much a teenage dating thing. And you get to where the journal ends and I'm with my Mrs. Robinson already <laughs> where I'm 19. And it's like, wow, what a difference like a year and a half made. Uh, so yeah, there's that. And there's a lot of things of me getting in trouble with my mom and I'm me making earnest, you know, resolutions to go to school more studying sober. Uh, and, and I break them like three days later. And also it was weird. I didn't know that I was going to graduate until like three days before graduation. Oh, nice. <laughs> they, they, uh, yeah, just due to absences and tardies and all that crap. And I was like, um, but I had the credits. So I was like, well, so what? And they're like, well, uh, okay. But they changed the rules after I graduated, according to like some people younger than me. Thanks, Ray. And ironically, my principal was Dr. Rosen. And he kind of looked a lot like Allison's dad. Now that really? I <laughs> yeah but anyway um I i'll look at these if there's anything worth reading i'll i'll maybe read a passage from at a okay, later date because megan <laughs> you know megan manned up and did yeah i know i know <laughs> I, was hey i didn't either, really so. caught my eye but yeah you didn't either i was looking through i'm like i cannot even find one thing in here i can read but someday someday but anyway. Yeah, but but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll look at them a little in more detail. I just skimmed through them and went, "Oh God, what an asshole I was!" <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we want to hear. So the snack chat today was uh, first of all, I I know I kind of been following it from the beginning when uh, Martha Cooper I think originally sent her the picture of it and then she said, "Oh, I'm gonna you know mail them to you." So shout out to Martha Cooper, she sent them to her and. I just thought, like, I don't know how they come up with these snacks. I asked her, I said, you know, I wonder if they just have a group of snacks on the wall and they just, like, throw darts at two and whatever it lands on, that's what they make. Because Swedish fish Oreo, I don't even know, like, how that, you have to be really stoned or just literally grab bag. I don't know how you can come up with that. Yeah, what a preposterous combination of things. Now, Swedish fish are okay. I'll, I'll eat them. They're, they are, you know, but, you know, what makes them even better is the gumminess. Well, yeah, in terms of gummy, I'm not a big fan of gummy, but Swedish fish are okay. I mean, yeah, I'm, they are. They're pretty I don't good. really like gummy bears or dots or jujubes or any of that shit, but Swedish fish, I'll, I'll eat them. But I don't, I'm not a, don't like Oreos as far as, you know, there's so many better cookies than Oreos. But, you know, if, if you crumble them on ice cream or something like that, they're okay. But 
Yeah, that, that just sounds vile. And the way to describe it is like, I don't want to even be in a store that carries this shit. No. <laughs> because the Swedish fish flavor is not like any kind of natural flavor. Not the, you know, no. the set of an Oreo is. But now you have that flavor. You don't have the good gumminess. And then you have the Oreo, which is such a weird combination. And the fact that they seemed not as repulsed by it as I thought it was going to be is kind of surprising to me. Well, I, I think Allison was the only one that was like, well, these aren't bad. But the rest of them, like Greg hated him. Daniel hated him. I think, I don't know. Uh, and she said that they kind of the flavor kept coming back. So maybe it got worse. But I bet you maybe it's just being pregnant. It's like she's going to have this. Uh, I'll just keep these here for you guys if you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think Nibbles will, will attack them in midnight some nights. <laughs> <laughs> Nibbles is Swedish now. Yeah. If I was in a room with people taste testing it, I would, but there's no way I would buy a package of it. Or Like if someone yeah. offered me one, I'm kind of curious because I just don't understand, but not enough to buy any. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing is like I'm not going to spend $5 on something that I'm just going to try for fun. Right. Right. If it's already there, I, I dare you to eat this, I might take a bite. But yeah, right. It's like Swedish fish and curvassier over at Raffi's. And then over at Ray's, you got Snickerdoodles and Glenn Fittich. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> Those are combos. There's uh, no curvassier. I'm trying to get <laughs> sponsored by Hennessy or Ducey. Sorry, Hennessy's and Swedish fish Oreo. Uh, how do both of you stand on Whoppers? I, I don't have a problem with them. Whoppers are fucking great. People who say they're not are crazy. Thank and, you. And um, I need... I I tweeted about this when uh, Dustin Marshall and uh, Allison were talking about it on Twitter that it needs to be on the Doughboys Snack or Wax segment because it's definitely snack. Totally. I didn't even realize it was so polarizing like like Al- Allison was saying because it's in my top my top candy. Like that's one of my that's one of my go-tos if I'm eating candy. And they're well, so, okay. they're I so go freaking good. I love the texture. I love the malty, weird flavor of all of it. I love all of it. I love sucking on them until they <laughs> kind of melt and disintegrate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that too. And and really, chocolate-covered anything, I'm pretty well down with. True. You know, except for the weird shit like chocolate-covered bacon or insects or that kind of shit. Yeah, that's... That's enough already. But yeah, people that don't like Whoppers, I just don't understand. It doesn't make sense. I can understand just, eh, I can take them or leave them, but not like, I hate Whoppers. That's just so strange to me. That was one of my food cravings, too, when I was pregnant with my first pregnancy. So So did you have, like, weird things that you liked when you were pregnant? Yeah, and I thought I didn't. I was like, I don't have any cravings. But then it was like every day I wanted a cup of noodles. (laughs) I don't eat cup of noodles. That's not... And I, in my mind, I thought, well, that's just a normal thing I will eat sometimes. I'm like, that's not. That was obviously a craving. Like, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I wanted a cup of noodles. Uh, that's my daughter's jam, man. She's really? All into, anything ramen, she's into. Yeah. She loves it. Anything noodles or spaghetti or any of that shit. She's just a carb hog. <laughs> and Whoppers was one. Uh, McDonald's cheeseburgers, for sure. And I was just like, just keep on driving. You can't have McDonald's cheeseburgers. <laughs> like, but I would think about it. Like, I want it so bad. <laughs> Wait, I have a quick question. So, it's come up several times on this show that you don't like Wendy's hamburgers. What is your problem, Lisa? They're delicious. Ugh. 
I finally had one the other day because the kids, like, whenever it's like, okay, let's fi- figure out what to eat. And everyone has their say and whatever. And then we kind of, whatever, figure it out. And they usually are like, well, we don't want to go to Wendy's because you don't like it. I'm like, that's okay. We'll go and I just won't eat. And then the last time I said, I'll find something, you know. So I'm like, all right, I'll just try their whatever cheeseburger thing. And it was fine. It's just, it's, the squareness is weird. But let's just pretend like that's not a thing. Because it's, I guess it's really not. It's just not, uh, it's not very good. (laughs) It's kind of, eh. It's okay. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't as horrible as the last. And I even said that. I'm like, wow, this is better than it was the last time I had it. So You're crazy. Once every 10 years, apparently, I'll hit up Wendy's and get some chili or a baked potato or something weird like that. But they're... Yeah, uh, yeah. It, when, I, when I'm going to, to Chili's, I, I definitely have to get a thing of chili, even though I know how it's made since I worked there. Uh, um, any fingers in it when you were there? Uh, no. Oh, no, no. No, but... Um, some irate um, worker put some crap in there uh, at one time. And you know there's uh, irate workers gross. everywhere? I, I haven't thought about that in years, but that's so gross. So you, gross. You put a dollop of the floor cleaner into the chili. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah, he oh. did. And it's like this green gelatinous goop that you you put in the water and... and and you mix it up, and then you mop. Well, he put a dollop in and threw it in the chili and left. Oh, my gosh. And, and we didn't find out till later, but it, it did get served. That's disgusting. Yeah, well, all, totally, totally. You have to think that happens everywhere. People are getting paid minimum wage, and they're unhappy, and they're working a shit job. You know that has to happen everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I and I hated that they were assholes to work for, but um, I, I do like their burgers though. Oof. And a frosty, frosty's rock. The frosties are really good, but it's like third world country of fast food chains. Yeah, it's not my go-to. I, 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 McDonald's is definitely number one. Um, I would go to Burger King or. Jack in the Box or somewhere else. Even though Jack in the Box is, uh, I don't know if Jack I trust the Box it. Is garbage. Oh, so much better than Wendy's. I don't know though. if I trust no. it. But I, <laughs> no, the, the sourdough burger is good, man. I, I, Wait, I dig their it. chicken fajita pita. It's so awesome. <laughs> even their, just... even their like like pseudo tacos. I'll eat those. Yeah, they're horrible, but I like them. Those two tacos for a dollar are. As near to garbage as food can be. They really are. They're pasty and disgusting, and I don't know why I like them. Everything about them is stuff I hate. Like American cheese slice <laughs> and a meat paste and the everything. You, but so you can't, they're you good. Can't, you can't think of them as tacos. They're their no, own. Exactly. Food. They're jack-in-the-box food. <laughs> That's it. They're not tacos. That's right. But yeah, they're yeah McDonald's is the best. But it, when you really get down to it, their food is pretty disgusting too. But their French fries are just the best, and I think that tricks me. But I think Del Taco is probably my one of my top, and McDonald's. But and for breakfast, it's McDonald's too because I need that 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 sausage McMuffin with the with the cheese and the that the sausage is so good. <laughs> Whenever I eat breakfast like that, I feel like I'm gonna fall asleep like for the rest of the day. Uh, Jeff's. I guess producing a new podcast, so that's cool. Yeah, some right wing thing. Yeah, radio got... free GOP. At, at first, when he said his new podcast, I'm like, oh, because his podcast that he 
started on you know his own hasn't had a new episode in a really long time they've only had five episodes and i don't think this whole year he hasn't had any so i didn't know if it ended or what happened so when Hmm. he said oh new podcast i'm like okay cool wrote it down i looked it up i'm like this is not jeff (laughs) i guess it's just you know he produces it but the things that made me laugh most about this episode one were the clown weapons (laughs) (laughs) The pie with spikes. <laughs> and then they even got into the nitty gritty of and the flour with bake acid. The, bake the spikes in it. And they're like, no, the pan has got spikes in it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, Greg talking about his, his Twitter handle. And there was a, a guy, uh, Don Glover, who <laughs> <laughs> turned out to be Dong Lover. <laughs> I wonder if. Now that he's changed it, obviously someone has that by now, I'm sure. But, oh, oh, people. what? <laughs> That's so great. And Dong Attack is, is exactly what you would think that Greg would just come up with. Like, I'll just think of something that no one else is going to have. And it's, like, funny. Yeah, uh, yeah and I, I, I believe him that he just, it's just something that popped into my mind. And that's what I did. And everyone thinks there's a, there's a story behind it. Right. Like, he attacked his wife with his dong one night or yeah. something. He's like, I'm going to attack you with my dong. Oh, dong attack. That's my new name. I'm sure it has nothing to do with anything like that. It's just dong is a funny word and dong attack. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I also thought that the uh, uh, the chat around this was funny. Um, Donald Glover or Childish Gambino is his rap name. He can go fuck himself. His music sucks, even though yeah. I've never actually heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so have you actually had a Wendy's burger or are you just saying <laughs> just kidding. I have had Wendy's okay. um, but strong opinions on things he's never into yeah because I mean I don't have to I've heard one of his songs and I only listen to it because Garfunkel and Notes are singing on it and he's he, he can't be a good rapper he's <sighs> anyway the, the part that I wrote down Why, is was he white? that no, he's he's black. I'm just um, but <laughs> I'm just trying to get you to be racist for once. <laughs> Not just me. <laughs> um he might as well be white. His music is so trash. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but no, I wrote it when Greg, I, man, I'm horrible with names. When Greg started talking about him, he said, Don Glover, the MC. First of all, this guy is not an MC. He's a fucking horrible rapper. Yeah, that's all I wrote. Oh, but Al uh, had one of my favorite jokes. Jenna was saying that he was an RN. It's something. RA. RA. Yes. He was just not a rap artist. Yeah. Yeah. And then Al said, rapist, which I thought was a very funny joke. (laughs) And nobody really laughed, but uh, that was funny. That reminds me of uh, Arrested Development, the the rapist, therapist, and then what show was that one from? That he he said the show that that it was from. Whatever he his joke, he said it was from some show, but I don't know what he said. Sorry, I'm busy looking up at Don Glover (laughs) on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, there's still uh, Donald Glover's at Don. Glover fifty four and there's some there's a dong lover with a giant penis but you know that's to be expected. Uh, where, where do you guys stand on scary movies? I love scary movies and I think we talked about it a little bit before about I feel exactly like Jenna. I love scary movies but not the gore like the hacky whatever but like the real shit your pants scary movies and I also it's funny because Daniel had his 
his scary movie theory about, you know, having a chaotic household growing up and not wanting to see that in a movie. Like, you want to escape from that. But then also what Colonel Jeff said is kind of what I agree with is there's something in it that I relate to. So it kind of is like, I, I, it's like you want to see it for some reason. I don't know what that is because it's like a some sort of fucked up thing. But I love scary movies. What about you? Me? Um, if they're well made, but there's so few that really are. Most of them um, are like, like Roger Corman slapped together, cheaply made, no real, um, what's a word? Um, a production value. So like it, the it, trauma videos? <laughs> well, anything like, like like the Roger Corman type yeah. things. And, and, and I, I hate those. And, and look, I can't tell if it's like a, a cheaply made porn or if it's a... <laughs> a it's, like, you know, it's like, is this girl going to blow this guy or get her head chopped up? I can't tell. Both. My yeah. uncle was a producer for movies like that. And I was like really young and watching some of these things. And I thought, I don't understand this... This isn't the kind of scary movie I like, but I wrote down all the movies they suggested for each other because it sounds like Greg and Jenna have the same sort of taste in the you know being scared and not like hokey whatever. So I wrote down a bunch of the movies because I really want to see some scary movies and I I watch I try and watch some and then it's like oh this isn't scary or it's crappy or whatever. So I wrote one, them down. One thing that messed with me was. Um, my wife's watching movies. She loves scary movies, all kinds. She's watched a movie. I sit down and watch, and it's you know these these guys going to Europe and they're gonna get laid. And I'm like, oh, okay, some sort of teenage <laughs> romp thing. And uh, they go, oh no no. So the the movie goes on and they do get laid. I'm like, well, wait a minute, what's 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 going on here? And then they go into this place. It's hostile, and then they, all this like horrible shit torture happens i'm like whoa what the fuck this came out to left field it was like it messed with me and it stuck with me the next day it's like oh i can't believe that i, I got sucked into that movie <laughs> thinking it was some sort of like you know spring break <laughs> european style the ring was you know a, a good scary movie i thought that Have was scary that? but yeah but they're they're few and far between oh yeah they, um they mentioned the babadook have you seen that? Yeah, that was the movie that on Halloween I told my husband, I'm like, okay, when the kids go to bed, let's finally watch a scary movie and scare the shit out of ourselves. So let's like look for one. So I saw that. I'm like, let's watch that. And it was like, eh, well, it was a little bit scary, but it was mostly just the anticipation of like, is something going to happen here? <laughs> Have either of you seen the, or it's called Audition, the movie that Greg I, and Daniel I wrote that down. About. I had not seen any of the movies that they said. No, no, I haven't seen it either. Um, I saw it many years ago because I heard that there was like, I heard it was really good. From what I remember, I did like it. If you're not into creepy, weird shit, don't watch it. But there's like a famous scene where she's waiting for that, that guy's phone call and something happens and... It was really creepy. And the end that they're talking about, I couldn't remember what it was until they were talking about it. And then I do remember, um, I'll edit this out just because it's a spoiler. You guys aren't going to watch the audition, right? It's not a big Ew. deal. But uh, yeah, it was good. I like that kind of weird movie, but I do like scary movies. Um, wait, have you not seen The Shining, Lisa? I've seen The Shining. And oh. actually, I haven't seen it in so long. I recently thought I'm going to read it and I watched some documentary on it, which was kind of cool. 
don't know if you saw it. Room 43 or something like that. Yes, that was really interesting to watch. But that kind of sparked my, okay, next Halloween, we're watching The Shining. And we probably do it before Halloween, even though it's creeping up on us already. But um, I love that movie. I'm surprised they didn't. That's weird. I I would have thought maybe Jenna would like it. Um, The hotel's here in Colorado, and I've thought about going. But I would have to go during the winter. And then I'm sure there's, like, tons of people who go, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, supposedly, but the actual some of the shots took place on top of Mount Hood in Oregon, and I went to that hotel just to just to to check it out because I was there for school or something. Yeah, the Overlook Hotel is really some other hotel, Uh, but but but, yeah, there's exteriors in in Colorado, and like some of the interior shots are in Oregon. I don't know really, but um. I wonder uh, that, if the, the hedge maze thing is here. Oh, really? I, I wonder. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. That'd be fun. I don't know. I like that. And that kind of movie is not... It's different than I think the ones that they're talking about, which I do want to see the ones that they're talking about because that I like both. But The Shining is more my kind of movie, more like psychological thriller. Still scary and creepy, but just like... Well, I'm, I'm down with anything Stephen King does. Yeah. And in the book, of course, is better. But um, yeah, I like the movie, but I was never really scared in it. I just kind of enjoyed Jack Nicholson <laughs> being a nut. You know what? I should start reading it now because I'll probably be done by the time it's Halloween. <laughs> That's pretty sad. So, do you guys want to talk about the advice? Or are you cool? <laughs> well, um, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Just quit your damn job if you got these bitches hanging. <laughs> yeah, get a new job, mean girls. I mean, it because. You said, like, she could probably just hang with it, but it's like being Don Wiener amongst a bunch of all these other people. Like, <laughs> this is eight hours of your life every single day that you have to hang out with people that are picking on you or treating you like crap. Where, number one, it's not a career. It's right, right. just working at whatever. She's a, st- a Stanley Steamer. Like, just, you're fine. Yeah, the m- advice might be different if you're, you know, in your career path. And- right. Yeah, and you'd have to deal with some assholes, but um, yeah, for, for disposable jobs when you're 20 years old, eh, just change it. Yeah, and she's in college. She's probably not even in the town or city that she's from. Just go somewhere else. Like, just find. There's people out there that are nice, in general. There are. Um. Uh, well, I've heard. I've got to find me some of those. <laughs> I think Allison is bringing them all together, and that I don't—I don't know where they actually congregate. Yeah, get a new job, get a different job. That you don't have to deal with that. It's gonna suck no matter where you're at. Might as well not have it suck that much. That's my great advice. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, let's do some JMOs. Rafi, did you pick one for this week, or did you even have time? The only one I remember was Megan's. It was something like. Uh, there's like a hundred poops on my lawn, oh, but yes. all the flies are on one piece of poop, and she <laughs> thinks, why that piece of poop? And I don't know why. Well, and I they think, had some good insight on it, though. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think Al uh, nailed it with a you know freshness. You know, the newest poop is the one that the flies want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the newest, so the gross. freshest, or you <laughs> flies are not very smart. They're smart for what they need to be. So they see, oh, these people are over. These flies are over here. Let's come over in here and eat there. This must be the good shit. Yeah, flies are disgusting, man. I, I hate them. We we get them in our house now that it's summer. and uh, They're just flying maggots. Ugh, that's one of my words that like, bleh. Um, 
I'm very good about, I'm like the fly whisperer, even though I do hate them. I cannot eat. Like if we sit down to dinner and one fly got in the house, I'm like, I can't, I got to cover up my food, put it somewhere covered and like get the fly out of the house. But I can, I'm very good at, I speak their language. I know how to get them out. (laughs) And my husband just looks at me and I'm like, just go about your business because I'm getting this fly out and you know, it bothers you too. So just don't worry about my wavy hand dance thing that I'm doing to get them out of here. (laughs) <laughs> what do you do? Corral them out the door? I do, but if it's d- dark and a fly happens to be in the house somehow, which is rare, you I turn one light on in one room and go. It, they're attracted to light, so they'll go to that room, and then I'll turn a light on the other room and turn that one off and like shoo them from like light to light. <laughs> and then, <laughs> since they have so many eyes, or there's so many, you know, they're like prismatic or whatever they are, their view. If you just wave your hands, they think that there's something in front of them. So they go the other direction. So <laughs> there's a whole science behind it that I made up in my own head. It all came from raising chickens and realizing how to corral them. And then I kind of started doing the same thing with the flies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I am a catch. That was a good JMO, Megan. Uh, Ray, what do you have? Oh, the, the, there's, there's two I, I rather liked. One was, um, let's see, Lane talked about the meal being all one color that, that she, she feels that it's it's not good for her and, <laughs> and um and i guess it's yellow that was the color so there was you know eggs and butter and i i think yellow is probably the unhealthy color you know cheese and crap like that but, that's that's very funny that she had a color <laughs> And if all my food is one color, I find it kind of unappetizing or something where I think, oh, I usually think about this ahead of time. Like you need a little of this color and that color and this color. Because I'm all about mixing colors. Am I right? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, if it's brown, like you've got like a nice steak and a potato with gravy on it, I'm, I'm down. You know, if it's all but yellow, not so much. But, but you're right. Like a Denver omelet. When you've got like the the yellow and you've got like like red and green peppers and the pink ham, that that, that that's that looks good. I agree. What's the other uh, one you picked? The the multicolors. <laughs> uh, oh, we're not of, we're not homogenous on this show. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, uh, oh, uh, Joe with the bit of honeys. They can eat a bag of dicks. I I, I hate those. It's funny how much Jenna gets behind them and how good they are. I want to like them because I love honey and like just the idea of a honey flavored candy just sounds awesome. But it's just like it pulls your fillings out. It's yeah, it's hard and it's yeah, and it's got like little hunks of nuts in it. The nuts that stick in your teeth for the rest of the day. Right. There's a good thought behind it, but the execution, not so much. Yeah, but the but the JMO is that the, the the packaging looks dingy and, and yes. it's right. It, it's they, true. They do. It looks like you know even if it's brand new, it looks like it's sat for like twenty years. <laughs> it probably did because nobody fucking wants those things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what was worse was bit of licorice when I was oh. a kid. I don't know if you guys are you know young. You youngsters probably didn't have to deal with bit of licorice and it was gross it was like the same thing only black licorice cubes oh i hate black licorice a lot of people just love it but uh, it's not for me and no. uh there was bit of peanut butter which wasn't bad either it was better than bitter honey 
but yeah. it was, but it was the same like hard consistency as like well it's better than nothing but I'd rather eat something else. <laughs> That's what their label should say: better than nothing. Right. <laughs> grab a grab a dingy package of bit of honeys. <laughs> <laughs> Ruffy, where do you stand on bit of honeys? I like them. Okay, uh, you and Wendy's can get the fuck right out. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> like I said, I don't eat much sweets, candy, and whatnot, but. Um, it, it's definitely never something I would choose. I don't even know how I've gotten them in the past. Maybe when I was a kid trick-or-treating or something, but I like them. What about Zach Nuts? What about Abba Zabba's? I don't think I've had either of those. Abba Zabba's are the same, uh, but they're, but I kind of like them in a weird way. I like them because they're like coated with something. Yes, the Abba Zabba's have like the peanut butter filling type of thing inside. Yeah, yeah. They're not, yeah. The, they're not the same at all. They're, they're like this crunchy peanut butter thing in the middle and they're like coated with, um, I don't know what it is, but it's good. I don't know, but they're definitely better. It, it, it looks like sawdust, but it's not. It does. <laughs> and their packaging, see, their product is disgusting looking too, but their packaging is like, woo, grab me. Yeah, yeah. It, it, these are the, the candies you don't buy, but you get in Halloween. Yeah, I know. All we have is like the cheapo ones here now are, you know, Tootsie Rolls now. That seems to be, like if you get the cheapo bag, you get the Tootsie Roll and the Smarties. Oh, right, right. And everything that's fun sized, which is the opposite of fun. Yeah, and screw the sharing size, too, by the way. If fun size should be, like, large. Exactly. That's what I keep <laughs> trying to tell what... everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Do either of you have anything else, or we wrap this puppy up? I think I'm done. All right. Well, Ray's done, so we're done. <laughs> uh, this was fun. I was glad to have you back on, Ray. It's been a while. Glad oh, to... always fun. Yeah, I hope to be back again soon. Of course, and Rafi, of course, always good to have you. And you guys will be hearing more of Rafi next week because he's going to take over for me once again, doing a, another bang-up job, I'm sure. Thank you. Okay. Th- thanks, well, everyone, thank you. Uh, for listening to the show. Support Allison's show. Go to her website, allisonrosen.com. Support her on Patreon. You have to do it. It's so awesome. And if you want to be part of this show, email me at bffancast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at jmos and bffs. And Ray, where can we find you? I am Ray Morgan, III on Twitter. And Rafi, where can we find you at? You can find me September 23rd to the 25th in LA at PodFest. You guys should come out. If you can't make it, you can do the live stream thing. Use the code ROSEN, $5 off. And if you're tired of hearing me on here, which I'm sure you are, you should be a guest. So email Lisa and go to Ashley Bloodworth's Twitter, underscore, underscore, Ashley. She's doing the MS walk. Donate some yes. couple bucks to her. It's good karma. MS sucks. And we love Ashley. Yes. And support our little Maggie, Maggie Poo. Uh, she's doing In This Together Festival, which is a mental illness awareness festival, which I'm totally trying to go to november 13th i'm super excited about that uh, i think it's in this together.com rafi i think it's in this together festival in this together festival.com uh she will give any allison people vip which means backstage um it's gonna be super fun plus i don't know it just sounds like something very interesting for everybody to go to interesting sounds boring it's not gonna be boring it's gonna be super fun uh, shout out to Amy Baker who couldn't be on the show tonight because she's drinking in a bar. And of course, <laughs> we cannot have another show without mentioning Brittany. I love you, Brittany. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>